The following is a conversation with KBK's Rockin' Robin Riley with General Manager of Ogilvy Raceways, Nate Fisher, right here on Q Media's On Demand. Nate, thanks so much for getting up early this morning and coming and chatting with me. Thanks, Robin. Thanks for having me in. You bet. Well, let's start with, and I was mentioning to Nate before we came out, I always think of someone listening who might not be aware of Ogilvy Raceway and all the kind of the background and how it got started. So let's first start with you, Nate. Uh, how long have you been the general manager there at Ogilvy Raceway? Uh, this will be my 14th season. So you've been there pretty much since the get-go here, haven't yeah, you? since the first year was built, yep. So can you give us just a little bit of the background on, because gosh, 14 years have gone by fast, it feels like. Yeah, it's been a quick 14 years. Uh, um, originally, um, Corey Owens and Lucas Osterman built it. Corey, of course, local around here. And uh, the Wagamans came in and bought it. So I think they're on their seventh season coming this year already. So they've they bought it and have had it ever since. And I'll tell you, it's a mainstay there. And it was quite a project to build. I remember back when Corey uh, got the land and got everything set up. And there's been additions over the year, like the campground and stuff. That came a little bit later, didn't it? It didn't start right away. Yep. And we have no, we're not, You're not connected with the campground. Yep. It's just next door. Yep. It's just next door. And the only reason I throw that in is just, it, it is nice to have that availability for people. Cause I would imagine they come from all over. Yeah. Ex- you know, they do, yes. it's nice to have that space next door. All right. So let's talk about Ogilvy Raceway. People are saying, okay, so what all races there? Does that make sense? Is it, it's strictly cars and I know there's all different groups. Explain some of that for us. Yeah, I mean, mainly we focus on the dirt track racing side of it. I mean, we throw a tractor pull in once a year and a couple things like that, but mainly we focus on dirt track racing. So there's, I mean, we run six different classes of cars. It starts from the modifieds and works its way all the way down to the front wheel drive Hornet class. So, Okay, so it, it does it have to do, okay, uh, let's, we'll explain a little bit because I just know this a little bit from dirt bike. My son used to yep. do that. So... And it, really, it's almost like Olympics or anything. Um, if you are get into it on a particular level, let's say, there's points and there's scoring, and then you go around and you have to compete in all these different areas. Can you give us kind of a breakdown, pick one of the classes, and kind of how that works? So, I mean, the, the they start the class, the most affordable class that start out with is a Hornet. Okay. And then you move up to a, you can move up to a street stock, and then there's Midwest Mods, and there's a Super Stock, and then there's a Mod 4, and then there's a Modified. Okay. Um, we run with soda sanctioning, so there's 54 or 45 tracks within the five state region and a little bit of Canada. So they have the options of racing any of those tracks and, and earning with soda national points. And then you can be a national champion if you win those points, but not everybody chases national points because it's quite expensive to do that. And you got to commit a lot of time to do that. So... That's what sanctioning we run, and that's how that works. And I would assume it's it's much like other things. I mean, there's prize money and that kind of thing, right? Yeah, we, there's a weekly purse. Every 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 car gets paid at the end of the night. Wherever they're finishing, wherever they finish, they get a certain amount of money. Yep. So like the the modifieds they race, they, it's eight hundred to win, and five hundred for second, and three hundred for third. And okay, so. and that's and obviously that that's interesting, but there yeah. is a passion. When it comes to racing, and I don't care if it's drag, if it's this kind of racing, whatever, it gets in your blood. And tell me a little bit, Nate, how you ended up getting involved in this. It's definitely a passion sport. There's no doubt about it. Um, well, one of my best friends, I think it was in 
2000, 2001, decided to buy a race car. Okay. And we started going racing, and that was pretty much all that. It just just got hooked, and I've been doing it ever since. And and I'm assuming now, even though it's, let's face it, there's a season for this, right? It generally starts, and we'll, we might as well touch on that right now. So you guys wanted to start a little bit sooner, but weather has been what it has been. But you did finally get your opener done this last Saturday, correct? We did, and it's been one of the most terrible springs we've ever <laughs> endured out there. Man. Uh, we usually start the second weekend in April. Um, we don't necessarily always get started that early, but it's you try. been a long time since we haven't got started in the month of April. Yeah. Um, going almost to the end of May, it's been just horrible. But, yes, we did get our season opener in last Saturday. It was a little chilly. Um, fan fan count was fairly good. I mean, it wasn't packed by any means, but it was it was Considering really, it was really good. For yeah. the weather and the temperature, it was really good. And what do you? How many people do you typically get to? I mean, let's let's pick a, I'll say an average, an average night for you. Does it depend on who's racing, what the races are? How yeah, does I mean, that work? Yeah, depend. You know, it depends on the event that's going on. Some of the okay. events draw a way bigger crowd, but I would say on average we're in that you know twelve to fifteen hundred range for wow. spectators. Okay, that's a good bunch. Yep. And, and then, then we average about one hundred and twenty-five, one hundred and thirty cars a night. That's what I, that was my next question. You, you read my mind on that. Yep. And again, people can come from all over the five state region. You're saying for this? Yep, in Canada. I mean, okay. we had a, a lot of Canadians down this last weekend, so they. Sure. Uh, well, they thought it was it was truly beautiful weather. That was I'm summer, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's all perspective. Exactly. Am I right, Nate? Absolutely. Yep. So the, uh, this last weekend when it opened. Tell me which which all was racing. Does that sound right? Yeah, we had all six of our regular you classes. Did. Yep, That's what was I was just wondering. Our regular season opener. Yep. Okay, so they start getting the points. Each season starts this time of year, and then it goes for that year. Correct. Yep. Till the end of October. Okay, that's when the season yep. is open. So they they can race for track points and national points. Okay. So we keep track of track points at our level, and then the sanctioning body keeps track of national points. Okay, it's yeah, it's a to do to get it all taken care of for it sure. It is, it is. So with this delay, how does that? I, I think a lot of our high school sports where they've had field conditions and they have to do double headers and all that. How do you guys? I'm sure you have to kind of modify, if you will, your schedule a little. What do you do there? Not really much you can do. They're okay, just, they, you just lose the shows. I mean, you can't really make ah, them up. Um, man, that's a bummer. You know, when you know when when you try to put a schedule together for the whole season, you make a lot of deals with a lot of other racetracks or surrounding racetracks. So you're not crossing over crossing each other over on top of each other a lot. So like some of our bigger specials, you know, a, a neighboring racetrack might drop one of their classes. So we're not trying to take sure. them from them. Instead, they'll just drop them and give them to us for the night. So a lot of coordinating, it'd be no different than whether it's, let's say, the NFL, I'm talking on a bigger scale, but they have things all set up, kind of pre-done, and they just hope everything runs as it's yeah, supposed to. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's, I mean, I spend most of my winter, you know, scheduling and, you know, renewing advertising and trying to pick up new new advertisers and stuff sure. like that. So, I mean, the winter's busy, just as busy if not busier than the summer. Sure, because that's when you get the, let's say, the the work done in that regard. Exactly. How about track ups, keeping all that? Is that, do you have to kind of redo things? I mean, we get winter here in Minnesota. How do you get things prepped for the for the season? Um, it's a lot of work, a lot of, lot of hours on the track. Sure. Like this year has been horrible because nothing's drying out. The frost came out late and abundance of rain, and it's been a struggle this year. The track is still soft and okay. not as not nearly as you know 
hard as we want it. Sure. But we had to get rolling, so we opened and just dealt with what we had to deal with. Sure. So it's, I mean, I spend, you know, 30, 35 hours a week just on track maintenance itself, and then then the weather will throw a wrench in it, of course. <laughs> well, maybe, Nate, with this kind of late start, maybe Mother Nature will cooperate now. Let's hope so. And you'll have the season that you just will go, oh, we had kind of a rough start, but everything's going to go fantastic. Right. So what's coming up here? Because we have Memorial Day weekend, and I would think that's always a big weekend for It is, guys. and uh, this weekend coming up, we got... It's called Mod Nationals. Um, it starts, It's uh, we have a guy that comes in and he kind of rents our facility. And he okay. starts it on Thursday in Superior at Gondic Law Speedway. So they race Thursday, Friday up there and then Saturday, Sunday here. Fantastic. Um, so it's a big event. It's a long event. Um, we get a lot of people that come and stay at the campground and hang out for the weekend. And it's usually a pretty big event. And I, I was talking to Nate, just kind of checking ahead. Of course, you never know with extended weather. But right now, there's a little bit of rain, but certainly temperatures will be much better. And hopefully, we'll get some drying between now and then, and things will start to firm up. With that dirt track, do you do any kind of, um, I don't know how to say it, but I like a, like if you were doing a county road, or not a county road, but let's say a township road, some county roads too, is there blading? Is there that kind of thing to, and then firming up as best you can with maybe product? Do you use No product. Anything? It's just no product. Gra- we grade and then uh, it's all water and packing okay. and sheep's footing and grading and packing and sheep's footing over and over and over again. Okay. Um, you just try to keep a consistent moisture level, you know, eight to nine inches down. Okay. And then when race time comes, you get the, the top, you know, inch or so a little bit wetter. Sure. So it doesn't dust up and it lasts and they have traction the rest of the night. But um, you got to play that game too when the rain's <laughs> on the way, when the rain's going to come, because it's, it's not necessarily we're canceled if it rains, but if it rains too much at the wrong time, that's what happens when we end up canceling. That could be a problem. Well, we'll hope the best certainly coming up this weekend. Well, thank you. You we guys, yeah, you do need to get, <laughs> get rolling here, literally. But uh, I'll tell you what, Ogilvy Raceway is doing a great job, such a major part of the community in Connecticut County and certainly beyond, uh, uh, not yeah, limiting that. Uh, and, and, you know, and the people need to remember, you know, it's, it's great family-friendly fun, um, and it's not just about racing. We try to create an atmosphere, so if you're not necessarily – a diehard race fan, you'll still have a good time. So just come on out and check it out and sure. see what we're all about. And I'll throw this out. So what? give us some idea about tickets and that kind of thing and how to get, get can you do pre-tickets? Or uh, how we do usually do don't do any pre-sale tickets except okay. for our bigger events. Most of them are just right at the door. Um, okay. It's $15 for an adult, $13 for students and seniors, and then all kids 12 and under are free. Oh, what a deal. So if you have a, you know, a large family, it's very affordable to come. And then timing-wise, when do when do the gates open? Doors open at 4, racing starts at 6.30. Okay, and that's standard throughout the whole season, correct? For the most part, it fluctuates a little bit, so check our website or check online. You know, follow us on Facebook. We put updates on there daily. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's good, fun, affordable, family-friendly, all the do, above, so, all yeah, the above. Exactly. And then you have vendors there too for like for food and that uh, kind of thing? We do all of our own. We have full concessions. You do? We have full bar, um, you know, so, yep. 
It's a good time. I got to get out there. I've been by there so many times, Nate, and I just haven't had a chance to get to yeah, an event. Stop so in. I will do that. It sounds like a great time. And again, check it out this weekend and then pretty much every weekend all summer long with maybe some additions along the way. Uh, yeah, we take we usually take one weekend a month off. You so do? Like June okay. 4th, we're off that weekend, and then we're off 4th of July weekend, and then we're off the first weekend in August. You know, it's just okay. just to break it up a little well, bit. Well, you need to. And I suppose, again, you've worked that out with the other yep, tracks so exactly. that everything kind of works together. It's definitely yep. a lot of coordination. And Nate, it's a full-time job for you, it sounds like, it above is. and beyond. It oh, is. my goodness. <laughs> Do you sleep at the track pretty much then? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little cot in the right, back. Yep. All right. A little heater by the side when it's right. cool. AC in the summer. Good deal. Well, Nate, is there anything else before I let you go today, sir? Uh, no, I think I got it all. All right. Nate Fisher, again, general manager of Ogilvy Raceway. Check it out. Go to the website, ogilvyraceway.com. Check out their schedule and more. Nate, again, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Thank you, Robin. It. You've been listening to a Q Media Group production.